This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found financial tech in the Guide Rock Capital Management Weekly Commentary for the week of March 11th, 2013. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska, and we post the show, including the written commentary, each week out at the AverageGuy.tv. Financial Tech brings you the latest market commentary from the award-winning Andrew Hunt, CFP and president of Guide Rock Capital Management, located right here in Omaha, Nebraska. If you'd like to receive a copy of the written commentary in advance, of course, you can just send us an email, Andrew underscore Hunt at Guide Rock Capital. That's just Andrew underscore Hunt at GuideRockCapital.com and put subscribe in the subject. If you have questions or comments that we can read or answer on the show, you can send us an email, podcast at TheAverageGuy.tv. And, of course, you can find us both on Twitter. I'm just at Jay Collison, and Andrew is Andrew D. Hunt. Well, Andrew's feeling a little under the weather today, and so we're going to kick right into this thing and get him through it. Andrew, how are you? Good to see you. I am I'm well. You're right. I woke up with a little bit of a cold. Uh, which coincided with daylight savings time. So I am just, ah, uh, man, I'm, I'm just abused this week. Not, not a believer in daylight saving time. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like the longer days. I am thankful for that. I like to come home while it's still light out. I'll take it. Awesome. How are our markets this week? Well, you know, it's been, uh, if you've watched the news at all, it was like every day last week there was a headline that the Dow Jones Industrials had set a new record uh, new all-time high. And so there's been a lot of people asking me, hey, Andrew, what do you think about this? And I try and remind people that, uh, you know, whenever there's a strong market performance, we need to step back and remind ourselves that markets ebb and flow over time. For example, just this year, since December 31st, the Dow Jones has gained 9.9% um, today. In one, in one quarter? Yeah, as of last Friday, so not even a full quarter yet. Yeah. And the S&P 500 added 8.8%. And, of course, uh, you couldn't get away from the headlines last week. Dow hit record high since 2007. S&P 500 uh, was about 1% off from its record high. Um, so, yeah, we're seeing all kinds of records. And so a lot of people are, are worried about that, and we just have to remind ourselves, hey, markets ebb, ebb and flow, and that's just what we expect. Um, so keep an eye on it. Uh, no need to get too crazy. Uh, but, hey, uh, let's just watch this thing and see how it happens. Because um, although there's been a strong performance in the U.S. stock markets, uh, you know, there's still a lot of headwinds that, that kind of are facing the U.S. economy. Uh, sequestration uh, kicked in. We're going to see spending cuts. Um, we're we're seeing U.S. earnings um, in, in different markets start to slow down a little bit, which could affect stock price because, after all, stock price follows earnings uh, uh, that we've seen in the past. Global markets, which have been largely up as well, uh, continue to, to face weak and inconsistent uh, growth uh, numbers coming out. So. Uh, you know, global markets aren't all that, uh, I'm not all that uh, kind of, maybe we could be a little concerned about as well. Um, and then last week as well, the U.S. Treasury 
um, yields, the 10-year treasuries, rose higher despite the Federal Reserve saying that uh, they're going to keep current monetary policy the same for some time, which is also another kind of vote of non-confidence. So that's really interesting. All that to say, we've had a great first uh, first part to the year, 8.8% in the S&P 500 since the beginning of the year as of last Friday. And so we just need to watch this thing, watch the market cycles uh, continue to transform uh, and, and keep an eye on it. So I've had a couple of Andrew, clients. you can't say Go this, ahead. but I'm going to. If you know, Let me just say, if it's too good to be true, it usually is. Just saying. <laughs> you know? That's it, nice. It, it's just, things have been so good in the face of headwind. And uh, it, it just seems crazy. So I, I guess I would be a little, I would be cautious myself. That's good sentiment, Jim. That's good sentiment. I like your opinion there. Um, so I've had a couple of clients um, in the last, oh, probably year or so. Uh, start planning for weddings for some kids. So, and I know you. I know you've gone through this yourself, Jim. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about. Hey, what if you have a wedding in the future? Uh, how should you probably prepare yourself? You know, between planners, venues, food, flowers, cake, dresses, photographers, videographers, and on and on and on. You're probably going to hear a lot of ka-ching, <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Uh, more than $50 billion is spent on weddings each year in the United States alone. Uh, there's a 2012 annual uh, wedding report that came out, and according to that, the average wedding has between 133 and 143 guests and costs more than $25,000, not including the honeymoon. I know uh, my wife and I have been married for a little while now, but we footed the bill for most of our wedding. And um, ours did not cost $25,000, uh, but apparently that's the going rate these days. Um, the good news is that the average cost of wedding in 2011 was less than the average cost in 2007. Um, however, if you decide to use any designer labels or popular event locations or anything like that, you could see that $25,000 price tag increase from 50 to 100%. Um, and that and you know, even if you had a few more guests, that could even start to get a little bit crazy. So, Jim, you're probably asking yourselves, how can we keep these costs from spiraling out of control? And uh, the first, the, I've got three recommendations here. The first one is everybody's favorite B word: establish a budget. You know, setting a budget for a wedding is important, and you have to remember, just like any budgeting process, you could potentially incur some overruns. Uh, things are going to come up. You just know that there's going to be extra expenses with a wedding, so we, I suggest adding a cushion of 10 to 15 percent on any any costs that you would project uh, when you're thinking about planning the budget. The the really important thing here is that uh, you you put together a plan up front. That is just super important. Go in with an amount you're willing to spend. Also, you need to understand the venue and reception costs. This is where there's a lot of, uh, of, of hidden fees that could get built in. So when you're negotiating the cost of the reception, it's really important to ask the per-person cost of an all-inclusive type event. Um, if you're given an all-inclusive price, you want to look out for words like additional costs may be incurred or plus the cost of setup and delivery so that you don't get uh, you know bit with some really hidden fees that could end up busting your budget. And then third, everybody knows this one, you got to make smart liquor choices. If you're going to have booze at the wedding, you that boy, you better believe that'll run your tab up the wazoo if you don't make some smart choices. You could uh, you know a lot of venues charge for every single bottle open. 
So to save on costs, you could consider just having beer and wine and champagne for toasts, or you could create a signature cocktail where there's just a few types of liquors, uh, maybe just one, so it really reduces the amount of bottles open. You know, and at the end of the day, you may decide that uh, when you're looking at all these costs, that uh, the best option is to elope uh, or or do a destination wedding where you just have a few people attend at a, a exotic locale, um, and and maybe just have a big party when they return. Uh, these days, it's not uncommon to see people cut back a little bit, and that's okay. I, I encourage everybody just because it's tradition doesn't mean it has to be done. So uh, think about think outside the box a little bit. All right, quote of the week. Uh, this one is from Victor Hugo, uh, the famous French poet and novelist. It says, the greatest happiness of life is the conviction that we are loved. Loved for ourselves, or rather, loved in spite of ourselves. With that, what do you got, Jim? Nice, Andrew. You know, I've, I've done one wedding. And I know I've got a couple more with, with my five kids. I've got a couple more coming, and, uh, and that's good advice. You, you can still do a full wedding. You don't have to. It's not either elope or have the, the $25,000 wedding. Uh, we watched our kids uh, do their wedding and, and make some compromises and come in the middle. And, uh, and so there's that option as well as you don't have to have it all. It's, it's tough in the days of reality TV. To uh, to try and keep up with uh, you know uh, all the all these shows, The Bachelor and uh, the dress and whatever they've got out there, uh, uh, certainly have put the pressure on. But you'd have to go through all that. So some good advice, Andrew. I think if you can start with those three steps, that may save you because it can get very very expensive. And uh, I also say give the kids some ownership and the expenses as well. If uh, you're a if you're a parent that's going to pay for it all. Give your kids some ownership in the expenses. Maybe what they don't spend gets to go to the honeymoon, and uh, get, they have an opportunity then to save a little bit and and uh, and maybe not spend all twenty five thousand. Andrew, I know you're not feeling well, so we'll we'll uh, we'll wrap it with this. Some good advice. I'll let folks know that if they're uh, if they're listening to this podcast on the web uh, and they want to do it automatically on their phone each week, there's it might be a better way to do it. You might consider Stitcher. S T I C H er.com stitcher is a great way to listen to podcasts both at home and on the road available in any browser as well as both android and iphone platforms it'll keep track of all your podcasts too so maybe you listen to this one and home tech and uh, and you want to keep track of both of those podcasts and when new one comes out uh, stitcher will always tell you when you got new audio podcasts out it's a great way to listen to them as well and all this this show all these shows the past shows as well are available on stitcher stitcher.com search financial tech it's education for your ears. Be sure to visit Guide Rock Capital. A lot of good information out there. That's just guiderockcapital.com. You can follow, of course, Andrew on Twitter at Andrew D. Hunt and get all the show notes to this show, uh, including the written commentary out at theaverageguy.tv. Now, Andrew and I say thanks for listening and we'll catch up to you next week. Hopefully, Andrew, you'll feel better. And remember, be smart about your investing. GuideRock Capital Management, Inc., or GuideRock, is a registered investment advisor that is registered with the state of Nebraska and located in Omaha, Nebraska. GuideRock and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration requirements imposed upon investment advisors in the states in which they maintain clients. GuideRock may only transact business in those states in which it is registered or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. Important information describing GuideRock's business operations, services, and fees can be viewed on the SEC's website at www.advisorinfo.sec.gov.
www.guiderock.gov. GuideRock will provide Form ADV Part 2, which serves as the firm's disclosure document to all clients. Copies of Form ADV Part 2 are also available to interested parties upon request. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No current or prospective clients should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly on this video, website, or indirectly via hyperlink or any affiliated third-party website will be profitable or equal to past performance levels.